in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome back to College Conversations, everyone. I'm here on a beautiful Friday afternoon in Minnesota. The weather is great, and with me is Mr. Maddox SpaceX Trujillo in the building, <laughs> in the building. And Max, no one else I know on this podcast has ever liked Elon Musk, SpaceX, or just like environmental stuff in general as you. So it's awesome to have you, man. Thank how'd you me. get in? How'd you get into all that? Uh, I was just coming home from school one day, and I, my mom was watching TV, and I just checked to see what was happening. She told me like this rocket, which was the Falcon Heavy, went up to space and it was gonna come back down. I was like, uh. Holy crap. Yeah, so the Falcon Heavy launch. When did that happen? The Falcon Heavy uh, I launch. I think it was like July 11th, like last year. Thanks. So yeah, I just was sitting in my mom's bed watching it on, on her iPad. Because it was like on CNN or something. And I was like, holy crap, like this thing is coming back down to land. Yeah, that's insane, man. You yeah. want to introduce yourself too? Uh, yeah, hi, my name is Maddox Trujillo. I'm a, I'm a 10th grader that goes to Highland Park Senior High. I'm currently working at Breakthrough Twin Cities. This is my first year being a program intern. Uh, I was a student previously here for three years, and uh, yeah, I think that's just about it. That's cool, man. Yeah, so Max, you're actually the first. The The podcast is called College Conversations, but you are the first non-college student, but I thought, you know, we might as well have you because it's cool. You're on your way to college, on the path mm-hmm. to college, yeah. high school. High school is a great time, too. Like, I enjoyed high school quite quite a lot but how does it feel like working with a bunch of other college students is that weird or like do you feel like you've matured from that or what is that like um I feel like it's it's like a different experience you know because like I've had like all these experiences for like the last three years being a student at like breakthrough like it's like the the student teacher relationship it's just like kind of stayed with me so you know I don't see them as like like I, I see them as college students but I don't like act differently around them you know yeah yeah because yeah. i think that'd be interesting because i've never been in a workplace where like everyone is like all older than me so that's like mm-hmm. super cool but yeah man back to uh elon musk spacex and all that i mean i've seen you decked out in like spacex gear and everything where'd you get that at? did you order that online or yeah i ordered it off of the spacex website uh, okay today i came to work with a occupied mars hat on uh, yeah, I just wanted to celebrate, like, there was two launches yesterday from SpaceX. Mm-hmm. One of the Falcon 9 came back down, went up, came back down in, like, 10 minutes. And what is the Occupy Mars, for the people that don't know about that? Uh, okay, so, like, Elon Musk's goal is, like, to, like, terraform Mars and, like, terraforming. It's, like, where you change, like, an environment, or in this case, a planet, to be, like, inhabitable to humans. hmm So... That's basically his goal. So, yeah, there was a, the second launch yesterday was, like, the Starhopper launch, which was, like, a part of his huge rocket called, like, the BFR or Starship. I don't know. I don't know what the exact name is. but So, yeah, that went up to 20 feet just to test out, like, you know, the Raptor engines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's crazy how much, like, Elon has done in, like, rocket industries and, and uh, I mean, cars as well solar panels and everything but just the amount he's done Mm because when you look at it in comparison of like nasa i don't know if you've seen the statistics but like a spacex rocket costs significantly less 
the NASA. And of course, they're able to land themselves now. I think mm-hmm. are those the Falcon rockets that do that? It's both. It's the Falcon 9 and Heavy. The Falcon 9 and the Heavy can literally yeah. land themselves, which just in itself, the ability to land the rocket saves like millions, if not billions of dollars like per launch. Because I think because when NASA would do them, they're just basically throwing like rockets away into the ocean, I think. Yeah. And that's like probably a hundred million dollars and some crazy, crazy amount. So that's super cool that were you watching that when they landed on the two pads? Were you Yeah. Did you see that live or were you watching like YouTube video later? Or? Uh, I was live on uh, like CNN or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not only do they land like auto land, they landed like the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Like I just have that like video like kind of like burned into my mind where they just all landed like the same time. Yeah, I saw that. I saw this like uh, video on Instagram where it was like, like it was two sonic booms. And it was crazy. Like some car alarms started to go off. It was like, dang, these are some powerful rockets. You know? From when they took off or when they landed? When or? they landed. When yeah. they landed, there were sonic yeah. booms. It just came down and it was boom, boom. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. It's a lot of power, you know. I wonder how Elon balances all those things. Like, how is he at? How does he do so many things at once? Because not only does he have SpaceX and Tesla, but he also has like Solar City. I don't know if he still has that or if he does anything with that. Like, I think I think he merged like Solar City, Solar City and Tesla together. Into, like, oh, one okay. Company, I think. Okay. I could be wrong about that. That makes sense. But have you heard of the Neuralink? The Neuralink, yeah. Uh, there was like a live stream about it the other day. It was like, I think it was talking about something like, like implementing like a needle or something like into like a person's brain to like, like record or like take down data of what the person's thinking onto a computer. Yeah, it's, it's some crazy stuff. I haven't even looked into it. I've looked into it a bit and I like definitely couldn't explain it to anyone on the podcast like what it is, but it's just mind-blowing if you search up the Neuralink like it just doesn't even make sense like what Elon is trying to do with that um, isn't it's basically like he's trying to develop a way to like so we can like download intelligence or, like I don't even know because yeah. that sounds so like downloading thoughts or something yeah like, that sounds so strange but I think he's just referencing how like the human memory is not very good and we only have like we don't remember much of what happens in our lives and like it's kind of strange like what we remember as well and a lot of people are saying too with like social media that our memory is like deteriorating because we are keeping like our memory on our things like cell phones and computers yeah. instead of in our head. Because like, for example, like my parents, of course, used to be able to memorize like hundreds of phone numbers of like friends and family. They didn't have things like Google Maps to like tell them mm-hmm. where to turn. And now like all of that, we don't need to really know where we're going. We don't need to memorize streets. We need to memorize this. So it's like a super cool concept, like what Neuralink is bringing but i don't know it just seems so so mind-blowing maddox have you read the uh elon musk book like the one by i think it's by ashley vance yeah i have it i tried reading it but i'm like i'm not like that i'm not like a big fan of reading so like yeah i got to like a chapter and that was about it yeah that book it's pretty interesting i mean it's written by someone else who was like interviewing elon Mm -hmm. but just a couple of my favorite parts that I can remember about that book is I don't know if you've heard about like the dude's work ethic. Like, have you seen how he's like, well, he sleeps in his office. I remember seeing that on like yeah. the news sometimes, like mm-hmm. how he just sleeps in like the corner of like the Tesla office. But yeah, like when Elon Musk was starting out, like for those of you who don't know, he originally started, I think, developing like a payment program that would later either become PayPal or was bought out by PayPal. 
and that was like in early 2000s mm -hmm. early computers yeah and he just that. describes like the craziness of that do you know about that like the early beginnings well yeah like he like he created like a company with some other guy called like zip2 oh zip2 yeah, yeah zip2 and then like it turned into paypal and then i think he sold paypal to ebay for like 75 million dollars mm -hmm. he took some of that and i think he put like Ninety thousand into SpaceX, like twenty five thousand into Tesla, and like ten thousand into Solar City. I think that's I I think that's wrong, but I don't remember it straight off my There's head. Something like that. I know he put like all of the money that he made though off the previous yeah. business, so he was truly like banking on the these businesses becoming a success, mm -hmm. or else he'd be bankrupt basically, which is crazy. Yeah, but he talks just about how he. He lived in like his office, like he just rented out an office. He didn't actually have like a place to stay because he was just so dedicated. He talks about how he would like code just throughout the whole day coding in his office with like his brother was working on it too with him, I think. Yeah. And then and at night he would just fall asleep in this beanbag. And then when he'd wake up, he'd like code again. He would only eat like fat, like super cheap fast food. And there wasn't even a shower like in his office, so you'd have to go to like a local YMCA yeah, or something to shower. It's like he talks about these like hundred day work weeks, and it's just like what? Like that doesn't even make sense. Like that's just crazy. It's like the dude's mm -hmm. on another level. I mean, people people think um, I've noticed something interesting though. I don't know if you have too. Like there's been a, well, there's this also starting to develop like Elon Musk haters because I think some people see him as being like too overhyped you know as like because some people literally see him as like a god yeah you know what i mean like some people see him as a god and i think there's like a haters group developing who don't like i'm not saying i don't definitely don't see him as god i see him as very intelligent but i think he's starting to realize that himself too that like he doesn't have the answers to everything but like because if you ever watched his interviews like people will ask him questions about oh, what's going to happen with like ai in the future what's going to happen with this and like he doesn't always know so it's just i think he finds it funny like how people praise him so 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 much i mean specifically in an interview too like someone was like oh it'd be like amazing to to be you and he says like in the interview he's like no like you wouldn't want to be me yeah and i don't know if that's referring to how he's like overworked or if he just feels overhyped but I don't know. Would you want to be Elon Musk, Maddox? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it'd be pretty cool to like be the first person, like you know, send a rocket to Mars or create uh, full self-driving cars. You know, uh, yeah, I think that'd be pretty great. But like, the hundred-hour work weeks out drive me crazy. Yeah. Like having such like a very regimented schedule. I'm like, I'm just a teenager. I'm kind of lazy. Mm -hmm. and, you know go home and just play like all these video games and you know do the dishes but yeah I, I don't know if I can be that regimented to like toward the schedule but like I'm, I'm working on it yeah do you know like what you want to do when you go to college and is it in any way related to like astrophysics or engineering of some sort or like what are you thinking of at this point in time well I really want to be like an, an aerospace engineer but I also want to stay like close to like home which like is like impossible because there are no colleges like in St. Paul or somewhere in Minnesota that has to do with aerospace engineering like the closest is Purdue University and like I think 
Idaho or no has something. So I thought the University of Minnesota has it though. Mm, I don't think so, but I never really looked into. I know it, so we I'm have astrophysics, sure. um, and I know we have aerospace something. It might not be aerospace engineering, but it's something similar or around that. But I haven't heard like a big hype around that. So my I Purdue might have one of the best programs or something or other places. Yeah, I mean, there. I think I think going to Purdue would be pretty cool because like that's where like Neil Armstrong went and like mm. first man on the moon. Neil Armstrong went to Purdue. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. That's very <laughs> cool. Yeah. That's uh, speaking of the moon. You think we're going back to the moon? And there's a lot of people who wonder like why we haven't gone back to the moon. Do you know about that? Anything uh, around? I think that we're definitely going back to the moon with like Elon Musk's like projects and ideas that he's thinking about. Um, I think like NASA hasn't really like sent people back to the moon a because they don't have like a a space program anymore after the Apollo 11 mission. Um, I think it's also just like budget wise because like right now NASA is like paying SpaceX to like do their su- uh, supply launches mm-hmm. to the ISS and also paying like the Soyuz to like send their rocket like with astronauts to the, the ISS. But I think it's like because I don't think like space program for NASA is just, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I mean, I think, it can, I think it can have like a little spark, but I don't think it's going to be much because I don't, I haven't seen any NASA videos or like articles where it's talking about like creating reusable rockets and that's like very cheap. So I think that's like why SpaceX is like the way to go. So uh, I think, yeah, I think SpaceX can definitely bring people to the moon with like their the Dragon spacecraft, which can fit, I think, like, eight people in it. But with, like, this, the BFR Starship, like, could probably fit, like, a good 100-plus payload to the moon. So we could potentially have a moon base start there. Uh, like, the, the big goal is to, like, have a moon base on on the moon and then, like, refuel, like, rockets, because it takes, like, approximately like three days to get to the moon from earth and it takes like a whole eight months to get to mars so i think like Mm -hmm. if uh, rockets could just refuel on the moon then they can make it to mars uh yeah i think like having a moon moon base as a start would uh bring us a long way yeah a moon base would be a crazy cool idea especially because they already have international space station which was like a huge uh, accomplishment, mm-hmm. but I know that's yeah. not going to last forever. I don't remember when they said, but maybe another 10, 10 years or something, or they're going to try to expand it or something. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Moon base is a crazy idea. One I can't really wrap my head around either. But also, I did see a tweet recently by Elon about how um, he was saying something like, Yeah, what you were saying about NASA being kind of slow, bogged down budget wise. Like, I think everything they do has to go through like the government and have like checks and balances there and everything has to get approved down to the budget and i remember elon sent out a tweet recently where it was he he said something along the lines of like he should just send a rocket to the moon by like 2024 or something without even telling nasa because like (laughs) they're just not going to get it done or something that wasn't really what the tweet was but it was something similar like he should just like he made it seem like while NASA's just around here talking, like he should just do it. Like, 
walk the walk instead of just talking the talk. Yeah. I think, I think like it's kind of not realistic because, you know, it has to get through like a lot of government of stuff and like, you know, the U.S. government might think like, I don't know, there's like a, a rocket from a different com- country that's like a, an enemy rocket that's trying to attack the U.S. Uh, I, I just think, like, I could see how somebody can think that because like Elon Musk is kind of like a quote unquote like memester. It's like always on Twitter, he's posting like stuff on memes and stuff. Yeah, his Twitter is weird sometimes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's so that. funny sometimes. Like, it would just be like early in the morning, you just see one of his ridiculous tweets and just start laughing. Do you think he's doing that just to like troll with people? I think he's just doing that because sometimes he's bored. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's such a busy man, but you can just post the funniest memes sometimes. Yeah, like, no, you're right. You're right with the, that. goes back to what I said earlier about how some people just see him like as a god i think mm-hmm. he likes to just do stuff like that just yeah. to be like hey i'm like a normal person too yeah like i'm gonna just write out this ridiculous tweet right now and that's what i i've noticed that too yeah i think it's very surprising that like this is like one of like the richest like men in the world and you know he's always like very busy you know doing his rocket launches building teslas doing solar city etc and then he just posts the memes exactly it's crazy we talked a lot about spacex uh i just want to say too recently last saturday got to test drive and sit in a tesla model 3 for the first time super super cool experience i'd never been in one before um for those of you who don't know tesla model 3 is their budget model of the cars i think that that's yeah. kind of how you describe it mm-hmm. uh, it's the budget model it's by no means really budget it's still a very expensive car i think the starting is like somewhere in the mid 30s or like forty thousand dollars yeah i think you have to think about it because like this car company's in like california so like their version of a budget car is like <laughs> thirty thousand. yeah and like here in minnesota that's kind of a lot of money i was like how send a car yeah you're right. <laughs> I mean, they advertise that, of course, you're going to save money by going electric and not having to fill it up with gasoline ever again. But, yeah, this car was super awesome to ride in, like super, super fun. I didn't get to drive it, but... Um, it's quiet. It's quiet. So yeah. quiet, right? Yeah, because there's no engine running. It's just purely electric. It's just like when you start it, like you don't hear anything. You don't even know it's starting. Yeah. You have to look at the lights on the on the dash and the cool thing about the dash and a tesla if you guys have seen it's just like one big ipad in the center of the car i think yeah. that's how i'd like describe it best uh one big ipad no buttons on like the interior of the car except for maybe to open the door and for the window mm-hmm. otherwise it's just one ipad has all the controls for navigation music um, games like <laughs> games there's even games on there just your climate control like yeah. temperature wise super super cool and we got to try out best part we got to try out auto drive autopilot autopilot on the the highway which was just super crazy it's just that blows my mind like that would change my life so much if i had that where i could just (laughs) tap down take my hands and feet off the wheel and just have the car steer me like what that's incredible yeah i've been begging my mom to just try to rent a tesla because like me and my family are going to vegas and like a couple of days a couple of weeks actually yeah and we're going to the grand canyon i'm like i'm trying so hard to, for her to get like a rented tesla with autopilot can you rent teslas some website i think it's like Turo or something some website okay yeah 
I'm like, she she thinks that she's gonna get lost. I'm like, well, there's like satellite navigation. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, there's no getting lost. And plus, like the superchargers like along the way, mm-hmm. charge your car. What is a supercharger? Uh, supercharger is like, it's like the faster way of charging because it's like a regular Tesla charger, which doesn't go as fast and gives you like less mileage. Mm-hmm. But like a supercharger gives you like more mileage in a quicker amount of time. Uh, yeah, Tesla just launched their um, supercharger version three, which I believe gives you like 180 miles of range, mm-hmm. and like I think it said like 18 to 30 minutes, which is fast because like some of these cars have like up to 300 and like maybe 60 miles of yeah. range. But you said there's superchargers along the way, but like, what do you mean by that? Like, where are these located at? Like, it's some rest stops where you can just charge your car. Like, I don't know, just like original rest spot. Are they free to use? Or do they cost money? Do you know? Uh, they cost they cost money. So it's like gla- it's like gas. So like when they say on their website, like you save money. Like you don't really save money because you have to pay for the charging. But like, I remember when it's like Hurricane Harvey, like Tesla posted on their Twitter, like. For anybody who's like in that area of Hurricane Harvey, like they're like gonna make supercharging free, so like everybody can get like out of there as quick oh, as possible. Oh, okay, okay, that's super cool. So okay, yeah, yeah. Although otherwise, you can still like charge it just at your house. I'm assuming in mm-hmm. your garage. Yeah, they it costs like I think like another five hundred dollars after buying a three hundred like a thirty thousand dollar car. So it's another five hundred dollars to get an ex- inspector, I think, out there, and then you have to hook it up. Okay, it's like a special hookup kind of thing. Yeah. For your garage. Mm-hmm. Super crazy. I'd love to buy a Tesla in the future. I'd love to start saving now like, <laughs> for a Model 3 or something. Because just, I mean, I spend so much money on gas. My car, is it's a Nissan uh, SUV. Terrible gas mileage, guys. Like, I'm talking like 14, 15 miles a gallon. Like, I'm at the gas station which feels like, I mean, like every week or every other weekend, my car holds a lot too and it burns a lot. So it's like 17 gallons. I fill it up every time. It's like $50, $60 just for gas. It's like every week or every other week. It's just terrible. And it's like, oh, I would love to have an electric car. I think that would just be the greatest. Yeah. Uh, I just, I made like this promise to myself where I was like, I'm going to like drive a gasoline car until I can afford an electric vehicle. So, um, recently I just bought a bike for my birthday to, like, use that as commute, but my mom won't let me. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my means of transportation for probably the next four years of high school. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'd love to save up for one, too. Definitely get on that. Um I, it, feels like the, uh, it feels like the other car companies aren't even really trying to like catch up to tesla in terms of electronic or electric vehicles have you noticed that as well or like do you think is there tesla competitors out there that you know of or do you think Mm, well here's the thing with tesla tesla doesn't see any other car manufacturer that makes like electric cars a competitor because like the goal of tesla is like trying to like get electric cars out there not trying to like make tesla all about themselves Mm. so like if you look at like I think it's Audi. Audi has like a new electric car coming out called the Audi e-tron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think yeah, that was also a um, feature in Avengers Endgame. Really nice car. Uh, it's just really quiet. Uh, there's the Mercedes EQC. There's this other company called Rivian that 
makes SUVs and trucks. There's all these companies that like are making like electric cars, but they're never like pushing them out to like like the citizens. Hmm. So. Okay, that's more well. That's more than I thought about. I haven't heard of all of those. Yeah, and I think America too just lacks in terms of like electric vehicle usage. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more of that in. I'm not sure, but I know like Europe. For sure, I've heard like Scandinavia places like Norway are like yeah. super into electric. Norway has a lot of Teslas, bro. Like, yeah, I think it's something. I was like watching video. I think it's like the government like charges you like tax. I think I don't know how taxes works out. Like the government charges you something for like driving a diesel car. Yeah, it's it crazy. was. It was like um, I don't even know if it was a tax, but it was like if you got an electric car, you get tax benefits, so you wouldn't yeah, have yeah. to pay as much in taxes. That was it. <laughs> Um, they give you some sort of credit to to drive it or whatnot. So, yeah, I saw that video on YouTube also. Mm-hmm. Like we saw the same one. It was like, wasn't it, I don't know, 30 40 50%, 60% yeah. of all cars in Norway are, like, all electric. And, like, every year that's, like, increasing. Mm-hmm. I think America is, like, behind. I also heard recently, too, like, China is investing pretty heavily into yeah. um, electric vehicles. I think that's just because they have so many people and like yeah. <laughs> they have a lot of pollution problems there anyways. Yeah. Electric vehicles could could solve a lot of pollution problems, I imagine. I mean, just the amount of CO2 getting left into the air from that. I mean, you're big. Are you big into that? Doing, doing research on that? Like just pollution in general? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I got this internship. Like I had to do like a presentation just about anything and i chose like i chose like a, about like co2 air pollution mm-hmm. and just like how about like there's so much air pollution in like the air and like how cars and like factories etc just like producing so much co2 and it's going into the air and like we only have like i think it's like 12 years left until like Things are gonna start going downhill. I mean, it's already starting to go downhill, but it's it's gonna gonna keep on increasing. It's gonna be a lot worse in like the next twelve years if we don't stop like producing CO two. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, there's a big push for clean energy, and it's still tough though to determine like what clean energy is and like how to make it work. I mean, I have a good example too. So, um, in terms of solar panels. A lot of people think that um, all solar panels would be great to have to put on like the roof of my house and um, it'll save a lot of money and help the environment. Um, it seems true, but it's not entirely true because what a lot of people fail to forget, and I know this from firsthand experience of uh, seeing it, but when you're taking solar energy from the sun, you have to store it somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you store it? Well, you have to store all that energy inside of a battery. Mm-hmm. Okay, How do you make a battery? That's the question. Well, when you make a battery, you actually have to take a lot of rare materials from the earth. A lot of, um, whether they're making them out of lithium or whether they're making out of whatever, try to make an efficient battery, you need a lot of it. And it is a very rare material for a lot of the batteries that they're making for solar panels because you need big ones to hold all the solar energy. So, for example, yeah, when you'd buy one of those batteries to hold your solar energy, like, there's a big hole in the earth somewhere for that for them to have built that battery, right? Yeah. Or there's a big area that was cleared out, a big forest cleared out, so they could, could mine those materials, like, for the battery. 
So I think that um, people fail to forget, like, just because it's like clean energy might not always mean it's like it has, it, it doesn't mean that there's no cons to it. You know, like there's always cons in like whatever energy source you're using. Maybe more so, of course, like burning coal, yeah, is probably a lot worse than like mm -hmm. mining for lithium. But it's just, it, it was interesting to learn like about the batteries and stuff and like the problems that they cause. Uh, yeah, I think like somewhere in the future we have to find like a more sustainable source and like hurting the environment to, you know, just create these batteries or just whatever to like find a solution where we can, you know, produce like, like I don't know, produce something and without having to hurt the environment. Yeah. Hopefully, man. Well, it's already been 30 minutes. Thank you so much, Maddox, for coming on this episode. It was super cool because, like, I've never been able to talk to someone about, like, SpaceX, Elon, and what I know about all of it. Super cool to hear you. You know a ton about the rockets and stuff. That's awesome. I don't know anyone who knows as much about you. But, yeah, man, I'm going I'm to be uh, remembering you when we build a moon base. I'm back, I remember Maddox <laughs> talking about that on the podcast. Like, super, super cool. But, yeah, thanks again. Um, if you guys are still listening to the podcast, Make sure you give it uh, a big five star if you're watching an Apple podcast. That helps a ton. Uh, make sure you subscribe so that you can get notified. But yeah, leaving us a five star would really, really be appreciated. It takes like two seconds. You just click on it. It says thanks. That'll help us move up, get more exposure. Uh, any last words from you, Maddox? Um, just thanks for having me. And uh, my name, Jeff. There we go. Peace. <laughs> Peace.